Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Dancing queen, that is me. Welcome in. This is a Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. I'm with you for the next three hours. Uh, Harvey and Joe are producing the show. Gentlemen, gentlemen, good afternoon. How you guys doing? Doing pretty well. How about yourself this fine Saturday afternoon? Oh, it's raining. I'm great. I'm great. It's it's nice to be back at home. Uh, the last two weeks, I was up in Bristol for quite a few days, so it's nice to be home. I'm sure my pups are happy that I've been home this week as well. Um, obviously, weather conditions, not great, not ideal to go play pickleball this morning, so I'm definitely jonesing for my pickleball matches, but I, I did go into the city. I took a soul cycle class this morning. Huge, huge shout out to Janet. Uh, took a survivor, which means it was an hour as opposed to a 45. Came back to Hoboken. Um, and here I am. And I'm going to spend the next three hours with, uh, with you cats. So, uh, so it's, it's, it's a good Saturday, by the way, before we dive into all the things, uh, and this is going to be a football intensive show. Just warning you right now. Our producer Harvey was like, I think you should talk Rangers. I think you should talk Mets. I think you should talk Yankees. I was like, no, we're, we're talking NFL. We're talking Giants. We're talking Jets, both on the road. Uh, big storyline surrounding both teams. So a lot of Giants, a lot of Jets talk. Cynthia Freeland, as always, because it is a Saturday. She's going to join us at 1.30. Uh, Joe Wiz has his own gambling shows here on 90.7 ESPN. He joins us at 2 o'clock, as always, on Saturday. Our two staples. Mama Mimi now has become a staple, which, by the way... Um, she's, she's kicking butt and taking names. Uh, she comes on now every Saturday, one o'clock with her picks and her plays, obviously Miami and the giants will be one of them. Uh, and she's been two and one all season long. So, uh, so she's got you in the green, not the red. So excited to get mama Mimi on. She's got some insight in regard to the, uh, the giants and the dolphins matchup. So she's going to be joining us at one o'clock. Jeff Legwald, who covers the Denver Broncos, is going to join us at 12.30. Give us a look-see, as I like to call it, behind the curtain uh, to see what's going on with, of course, the Denver Broncos as they get ready to take on the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So, and of course, you, our listeners, throughout. 800-919-3776 is the phone number. Uh, Really quick, if you know anything about me, you listen to my show, you know that I am a gambling woman. You've got the Red River rivalry that is about to kick off momentarily. So I want to give you a play and I want to give you a pick in this so you could get on it. And of course, we'll follow it throughout the show. It's Oklahoma going up against Texas. Uh, Usually, this is a close one. Eight of the last 10 meetings between these two colleges have been decided by one score. Last year, Texas just opened up a can of you-know-what against Oklahoma. I would say it, but it's a family show, and also I want to be employed tomorrow morning. Uh, 49 to nothing. So you want to think that Oklahoma, this is somewhat of a payback game for them. Texas 1-7 and against the spread in its last eight contests after a bye week, and they are coming in. Uh, after a bye week. And then, of course, uh, the team that wins the turnover battle in this matchup typically wins against the spread. And uh, 14-7, and Oklahoma, top five nationally in turnover margin, which means top five meaning, like, fewer turnovers. Uh, Texas at 18. So, uh, on top of that, Oklahoma leads the Big 12 in scoring. Averaging 50 points a game and also leads the Big Ten in defense where teams are only averaging 11 points a game against them. So with all that being said, I love Oklahoma here in this spot. Give me Oklahoma. Uh, Bob Wischusen, by the way, is on the call with RG3, Robert Griffin Jr., the third. Uh, Well, that doesn't make sense. If he's a junior, he's a second. If he's a third, then obviously uh, that didn't make sense. But it is Wischusen. Big shout Big shout out to him. And he's on with RG3. Uh, They will have the call. Um, So Oklahoma and Texas going at it. I like Oklahoma plus five and a half. Also, I like them on the money line. I like them on the money line. 
and uh, that's plus 185, which by the way, and that is a mistake. Bob has a different game. I think Bob has Purdue. Is this Purdue? I think the Red River rivalry, say that five times fast, is on ABC. I think that's the situation here. So obviously, so um, so ESPN has, it looks like it's Purdue. Um, and But you definitely want to tune in to Texas and Oklahoma. Yes, it's on ABC. So uh, not sure who has the call there. Um, but nonetheless, Oklahoma plus five and a half. Also, I'm going to play them on the money line at plus 185. I think there's a good shot that they win outright. So they're locked and loaded, ready for the show. We're going to follow this game throughout. Hopefully, I will have helped you win some money heading into Sunday's NFL slate action. And so uh, we were having our team, you know, exclude Harvey because Harvey's like, oh, no, you got to talk Rangers, Yankees, Mets. Meanwhile, you've got the Giants. Exactly. Thank you. Um, (laughs) You've got the Giants down there in Miami and, of course, the Jets. Uh, heading to Denver to take on uh, what are we calling it the Hackett Bowl or are we calling it the Peyton Bowl what 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 should which what should we name it because Peyton was the one who came out and said the horrible comments about Nathaniel Hackett but this is this is you know this is this is the Jets and Hackett coming after them for revenge or revenge or maybe revenge isn't the right word I think it has to be the Hackett Bowl the Hackett well especially because we're here in New York right Plus, you could also say that it, it's more of a uh, Brees Hall revenge game because that's where he got hurt last year. So exactly, I, w- I would say that before I would say it's the Sean Payton Bowl. Not sure if people are aware of that. Uh, this is where, the, you know, in Denver is where Brees Hall tore his ACL. So, uh, and we're expecting a, a really a heavy dose, a good volume, heavy volume of, uh, of Brees Hall this week. So I love the overs and everything over rushing attempts. I think it's at like 15 and a half over rushing yards, over total yards. Um, and we're going to get into that with, with, with Cynthia Freeland as well. Again, she's going to be joining us at one So we were having a, should we start the show? Should we leave the show with the giants or should we leave the show with the jets? Because both very interesting storylines, right? And again, okay, we'll call it the Hackett bowl, but with what's going on with the Giants, and I can only imagine, this is my first time back on air since uh, the Giants lost again, and I could only imagine all week long, all the Giants fans calling into all the shows here on 98.7 ESPN, Daniel Jones, he's not deserving of the $40 million a year. Why did we, you know, re-up him? Why did this happen? You know, the, the he's no good. You know, get out of town. I, I can't with that. And, I, and I'm going to open up the phone lines, and I'm sure there's going to be Giants fans who are going to be calling in and saying, you know, don't let the door hit you on the butt on your way out, DJ. I'm sure that fans are going to be saying that. And call in. If you want to voice your opinion, it's fine. I'm, I'm not somebody, I don't host Sports Talk Radio and only take callers who agree with me. That's not what I do. 800-919-3776. And Joe and I were having this conversation prior to us uh, starting the show today. I don't know one quarterback in the NFL that would have any success behind this horse poop offensive line. I don't know one. Tom Brady would wet himself behind this offensive line. Ten sacks in one game against Seattle? Are you kidding me? So, I, 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 like, like I welcome, I welcome Giants fans to call into the show right now. I want to hear from you. I want to, I want to hear your reasoning as to why you think Daniel Jones is not worthy of forty million dollars a year. Why Daniel Jones was the wrong decision when he's trying to make chicken poop out of chicken, chicken salad. I should say out of chicken poop. Again, I would use other words. It's a family show. I understand, but. There are so many things wrong with this Giants team right now. All right. Number one offensive line, Andrew Thomas. Joe, did he play week one and then that was it? He's been out three other games, right? How, how, how many games has, has, has Thomas been out? Three, I think. There we go. So now you've got your number one offensive lineman who's been out. Your center got injured in the game last week against Seattle. 
Um, I, you know, obviously Evan Neal said some really stupid things this week uh, that I would imagine does not sit well with Giants fans, and understandably so. Um, but you know, more importantly, and, and, and I know that the discussion right now when it comes to Giants fans and, and how much this team is struggling and make, Hey, I, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not going to, uh, you know, uh, sugarcoat anything. They're going to get their butts handed to them tomorrow against Miami. They are going to lose and significantly. Okay. So it's only going to get worse because Andrew Thomas is not playing yet again. And I don't believe Saquon Barkley is going to play. Everything that I've been hearing out of the Giants this week is limited, 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 limited. Um, you know, if you follow Jordan on, Patty Trania, whatever, whoever you follow uh, for, your, for your Giants info uh, has not sounded optimistic that Saquon Barkley is ready for a full load. So two things. Number one, offensive line has been horse pooped. Number two, when you don't have a running back who's going to to present a legit threat to run the football right down your gut, defenses are going to pin their ears back and they are going to come after you, like, aggressively. You know, that, that's how, that's, it's, one of the, and it's one of the best ways that you can counter a pass rush. And they have, so not only have they not had, you know, Andrew, Andrew Thomas, but they have not had Saquon Barkley either. And so Daniel Jones is back there and listen, I, I'm not defending the pick six. It was a stupid mistake. Should not have thrown it. I'm not sitting there defending that. But when you're back there and you're, you're under duress and you, you, you know that you're staring down another loss, you're, you're trying to do everything you can to will a win. And a lot of times, you know, you make stupid decisions because you're trying too hard. You're not letting the game come to you. So I'm, I'm not making excuses there for Daniel Jones. What I'm saying is uh, what, what, what he's been working with has not been ideal. And, it, and, and I don't know another quarterback in the NFL that would have any success with with what he's been faced facing and what he's been faced with so far this season. And you could also argue that he's gone up against four of some of the best teams in the NFL. Prior to the season, I picked the Seattle Seahawks to win the division. And, and, and as great as the 49ers have been, there's still an opportunity that that could happen. Okay. You've got the 49ers taking on the Dallas Cowboys, which I have the 49ers winning this week, but you never know. One could argue that the 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys, two of the best teams in the NFL. You know, Daniel engineered an amazing comeback. By the way, Oklahoma, interception, three plays later, touchdown, baby. That's right. So Oklahoma is up 7 nothing. So hopefully you jumped on that Oklahoma plus five and a half. Hopefully you jumped on Oklahoma at the, on the money line. I'm telling you, I think Oklahoma is going to beat Texas today. Okay? But back, back to the Giants. Um, you know, th- this, this, is, this is a team that obviously is, is struggling. And, and they're trying to make a lot out of... Uh, <laughs> um, not a lot to work with. So you could sit there and you can argue the 49ers and the Cowboys, two of the best teams in the NFL. I do believe the Seattle Seahawks is one of the best teams in the NFC, and I think they're going to be challenging the 49ers to win that division. I think Seattle's going to get into the postseason. And you're talking about an Arizona Cardinals team that is a lot better than what most people thought. Beat the Dallas Cowboys the previous week, but somehow, someway, Daniel and the Giants were able to engineer a comeback and beat them. So it's not like this is a Giants team that has had a cupcake schedule so far the first four weeks of the season. Let's keep that in mind. Okay? 800-919-3776. We come back. I'll tell you all the reasons why I think the Giants are going to lose again tomorrow against Miami. Uh, and I do want to take your calls. Giants fans, thoughts on Daniel Jones? Uh, and and Joe and I were talking in the break, like, you know, is Dable on the hot seat? I say no. I say no. 
Is Dable slash Joe Shane? What's going on? Why is this offensive line so god-awful? I feel you need to give a regime three years before you truly make a decision. And too many changes here for the Giants and the Mara family. It's not what they do. So no, I don't believe that, that Joe Shane and, and Dable are on the hot seat. I don't. But damn, this is bad. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We're always making excuses for Daniel Jones. Oh, his offensive line isn't good. Oh, it's because this guy isn't good. Oh, the play call. Oh, we had too many different coaches. Oh, oh, this, oh, that. You know what? When is it going to be on him? I guess that's what I want to know. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks in, in, in situations that aren't ideal, that are playing very well. Look at Justin Herbert. That's not an ideal situation. All, a team's always injured. Their coach is trying to lose them games all the time by going for it on fourth down, but yet he still finds a way to make things, make things work. Why can't we get a guy like that? Wow. Uh, Amani Toomer on with me every Sunday morning right here on 98.7 ESPN from 8 to 11 a.m. Amani, Mike Tannenbaum, myself. It is New York game day. I'm not just saying this because I host the show. I think it's one of the best uh, NFL Sunday pregame shows out there. We spend 70% of our time talking Giants, Jets. Rich Samini joins us. Jordan Renan joins us. Uh, and then we touch on all the hot topics heading into each and every week. You know, obviously having a former player and a former general manager on the show, I feel uh, it's the best morning NFL show out there. So hopefully, if you haven't taken a listen, I highly recommend you do so. Also, I kick off at 7 a.m. Uh, I wake up bright and early with my, uh, with my Starbucks coffee um, and, um, and get you ready. Fantasy football, fantasy forecast from 7 to 8 a.m. the entire hour. So I get you ready for your fantasy forecast matchup. Uh, each and every week. So hopefully you'll join us tomorrow. Um, again, Anita Marks with you until 3 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, let's uh, let's go to Jeremy in Rye. Jeremy, you're up. Welcome in. Yeah, hello. I'm just calling because all this can't be on Daniel Jones. Not saying he's playing great, but I feel like it's a cumulative as a team. You have to look at the coach, look at everybody. It's just like you said, you can't – like you put Tom Brady in there. He's not going to – he's not going to throw for 300 yards with that – hardball offensive line so it's like and he's not getting paid he's a he's getting paid mid pay like he's not a top paid quarterback so it's just it's not all on daniel jones i don't know yeah jeremy are you a giants fan or not yeah yeah i'm a giants fan yes do you so when you have these conversations with your friends who are giants fans do they agree or disagree with you do you get into debates They, they, they disagree because they feel like he's that he should be doing better but i'm like put Put Daniel Jones on the Niners, and Daniel Jones is gonna outperform everything that Brock Purdy's doing. So it's just, I say they're they're delusional. So it's not on all on Daniel Jones. Jeremy, that's that's an excellent point. Thank you for the phone call. Solid call today, Jeremy. Appreciate it. I think you're absolutely right. 
Uh, you put Daniel Jones on that 49ers offense with Kyle Shanahan and the way that he is orchestrating that offense behind Brock Purdy. Yeah. Um, you know, you're talking about a top 10 offensive line. Christian McCaffrey is just an absolute beast uh, and a plethora of weapons to work with on top of a, a real phenomenal defense that, um, you know, doesn't give up a lot of points. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, here, here's the thing. If you look around the NFL, right, you know, as we know, 32 teams in the NFL. And is it safe to say, and Joe and Harvey, please chime in here, 800-919-3776. Realistically, I think you could say there's only 20, and I think I'm being uh, um, nice here, um, I think you could say there are only 20 legit good quarterbacks in the NFL out of the 32. A part of me wants to say 15, but I'm, I'm going to say 20. Like where the other 12 are, are hit and miss. Like, uh, uh, yeah, okay. I would probably be in like the 18 range. But even still, Daniel Jones this year has not played like a guy who's getting $40 million. I don't care what team you put him on. He's not playing like a guy who's supposed to be the centerpiece of your franchise and the best player on your team. But is he, is he the, he's not the centerpiece. Saquon Barkley's the centerpiece. He's not the centerpiece. I'm saying centerpiece with, you know, the calming voice, the signal caller. He's the guy, he's the quarterback. The quarterback's the, the most important player on your team. And, even with an offensive line, I mean, yes, Tom Brady would not fare well behind this line either, but at least, you know, the top-tier quarterbacks would do something to buy themselves an extra second of time. And, you, I mean, it's systemic for, for the Giants, I think, but some of this blame has to be put on Jones because if you're going to sign that contract and then – have a season like this where it looks like you're regressed to year two, Daniel Jones, the guy that everybody wanted out of town and didn't think was the guy. And we get on Kirk Cousins for his primetime record. Look at Daniel Jones's record in primetime. It's not pretty. It's it's pretty much the same. I think he has one win total on Monday Night Football. So you have to at least give some of this blame to Jones, in my opinion. I'm, listen, I'm not saying that there is no blame to go around. My point being is that it's not all on Daniel Jones. It shouldn't all be on Daniel Jones. Because, again, you know, it, and it's not just this game. It's every game. He's under duress. He's getting, and, and it's, not just, it's not just the sack total. Here, hold on one second. I want to call it up. It's not just the sack total, guys. It's the, it's the quarterback, and, and these are, unfortunately, these are stats that, aren't, um, you know, easy accessible, easy accessible, right? Is that the even, um, I know I'm having a hard time today, um, but it's not just the sacks. It's the quarterback hits and it's the quarterback hurries. So 10 sacks against Seattle, two against the 49ers, three against Arizona, seven against Dallas. So he is he already has 22 can we just marinate in this for a minute? He already has 22 sacks on the season. 22. 22. So here I just I'm going to go to Philadelphia because Philadelphia has the number 1 um Philadelphia has the number 1 offensive line in the NFL. Okay? Uh, the the Detroit Lions have number 2. Um and Jalen Hurts has 11 sacks, half through four games, half of what Daniel does. Um, I'm going to go to the Detroit Lions and let's see what golf has. Okay, let's see how many sacks golf has. So golf has five sacks. <laughs> five. Daniel has 22. This is your number one and number two offensive lines in the NFL. 
Now, and, and, and I'm going to go to break with this, and I just want you to marinate in this, okay? Like I said, I, I think we're lucky to say that there are 20 legit, solid, quote-unquote, starting quarterbacks in the NFL that you'd be like, yeah, I want that dude, right? I want him. And, and I'll go through them briefly, okay? Um, Josh Allen, Tua, so only two in the AFC East. Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, two in the AFC North. Um, listen, I, I know it's a small sample size, but let me tell you something. CJ Stroud's the real, real deal, dude. So I'm going to go CJ. Um, Trevor Lawrence. So two in the South. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, Herbert, two in the West. Um, Dak and Hertz, two in the East in the NFC. So now we're at 10. Um, nobody in the North. I don't want any of those dudes. Um, in the South, um, I don't want any of those dudes. In the West, I think you can make a case for Stafford. So I'm looking at I'm looking at 11 guys. I said 20. I'm looking at 11 guys right now that I'm like, yeah, I want him quarterbacking my team. 11 of 32 in the world. In the world. How many people are on this planet? Do you know? I don't know. I'm not throwing out a trivia question. But out of out of all the all the human beings on the planet, or men, male men, right? 11 dudes, I, I will say, yeah, I want him quarterbacking my team if I was a general manager. 11 of the 32. So, you know, it's few and far between, man. And, 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 and if, the, if I left out a quarterback that you guys feel like, oh, no, I'd like him, let me know. You know, part of me, I, was, I will say this. I don't know how many people watched the Washington uh, Bears game the other night. I like Sam Howell. Oh, my gosh. The way the ball comes out of his hand, the velocity, the accuracy, it's like a freaking rocket. I, like, I, like, I'm, I, like, I like Sam Howell. I'm, I'm not going to put him. I'm not going to make him 12. I'm just saying. I really, I, I was really, I, I enjoyed watching him throw the ball the other night. I think Washington's got something there. I think Washington's got something special there with Sam Howell. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I will say this. I love playing Latin music when I clean my apartment. And who played, I, the, who played the Latin music? Me. That's right. That's what I'm hired for, to play Latin music. Gypsy, Gypsy, I play Gypsy Kings. Gypsy Kings makes me clean my apartment ferociously. Like, I, I, have, a, I have aggressive swiffering. To, to Gypsy Kings. I love Gypsy Kings. I lived in New Orleans for four years, and there was this great little spot 
in the quarter right near the ninth ward uh which got hit really bad with hurricane katrina that was like the really bad area um and um and on on monday night service industry night uh they they had like a latin night salsa merengue and so i used to go there and and cut a rug so um is that one of those like fun facts about you like those 20 fun facts about you there you go yeah yeah that's one of them I, i would hope there's more well, yeah, I mean, I, I probably, I probably have more. I have probably more than twenty. Let's sprinkle I'm just, throughout the I'm show. I'm just sharing. I just, I love, I love Latin music. I love, I love, I love the 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 dance. I love the moves. I love the. I think it's sexy. Um, yeah, I love, I love Latin music. So I love that you played that coming in. Maybe that's making up for the fact that you want me to talk Nixon Rangers right now, Harvey. Rangers Thursday, Devils on Thursday. Big time Jeez. stuff happening here. Jeez. No, you know what's big time stuff is that we have Major League Baseball postseason starting at one o'clock. Is it going to start at one o'clock? I see the tarp out. It's supposed to. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, the Yankees and Mets are not involved. Okay, so. it's supposed wah, to stop raining too. Wah, I don't think so. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh, by the way, guys, you had an opportunity in the break to marinate in. Did I leave out a quarterback? I I, I listed eleven that I that that I'd say. I want over Daniel Jones here in New York. 11 out of the 32. So that would put Daniel somewhere in the top 15, arguably. Uh, did you say Sam Howell, Howell was special? Did you watch him? He's not did special. You wa- did you watch him throw the ball? He's not special. Okay. What, why are you so anti-Sam Howell? What's that about? I don't think he's good. Why do you he's have a beef average. with him? I mean, you said special. It's way too early to say special. Listen, the way he th- there's very few people on this planet that can throw the ball like he throws the ball. Not that that's the end all be all to play in the qu- the quarterback position. I understand that. Being one, I'm just saying uh, the way the ball comes out of his hand with the velocity and the accuracy, uh, that's a crib factor. That's something you're born with. You don't learn to do that. Let's have fun with this. You would since you love Drake, may you take him or Sam Howell? Oh, I love Drake. If if I'm if if I'm a general manager right now, I am doing everything and anything I can to get Drake May. I am I am scheming. I am doing everything. I want Drake May on my team next year. I, I'm I'm going to go on the record as saying this, and we won't know for the next three to five years. Okay, but I'm going to go on the record as saying this. I think Drake May has the potential to be Joe Montana like. Here we go I think, again. I think Drake. I think Drake may listen to Joe laughing. Joe, your laugh is Joe so Montana like. I think Drake Drake May's ceiling is top five ever to play in the NFL. Oh my god! So if you're Joe Shane right now, and uh-huh. people are kind of lukewarm with you right now, you give up the farm. Do you tank the season? <laughs> what do you mean they aren't well, yes. they're not tanking they just absolutely suck well, and again a, they're, they're going to get their butts handed to them tomorrow against Miami there so, is an opportunity for them to turn it around it has to start this week whether or not that's going to happen if, is so, so I know so I know I know what you're I know what you're saying here like if 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 this is the season for the Giants and let's say they end up with the top five pick in next year's NFL draft, chances are whoever's number one is going to take Caleb Williams, right? Who's ever number one is going to take Caleb Williams. If, if I'm a general manager and I have the draft capital and the, and the ability to move up to get Drake May at some point in time at two or three, hey, I don't care who my quarterback is. I am doing it. I am doing it. Drake May, I want... On my team, I don't care if I have, um, I don't care if I have Patrick Mahomes on my team. Oh, I want, really? I want, I want Drake May because Drake here's what's May gonna, over Patrick here's Mahomes. What's, no, no, hear, hear me out. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you start Drake May over Patrick Mahomes. That's not what I'm saying. But dude's gonna be a stud. So now you're gonna have the quarterback of your future on your roster. Or you're going to have somebody who you're going to be able to develop and trade and get a handsy, handsome return for 
later down the road. So could we I, be I'm, looking at with the Giants a situation where if they feel as highly on Drake May as you do, and granted it is another uh, Duke quarterback that they would be going after, but this regime no, didn't— No, UNC. Or UNC, UNC. I'm sorry. That, um, same conference. Same state, same five miles, but <laughs> would you— seriously consider drafting Drake May and trading Hands Daniel down. Jones because they didn't draft no, Daniel I Jones. They, they I, were... I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade I, I wouldn't trade Daniel Jones, but I would certainly draft Drake May. Absolutely. Absolutely. You wouldn't trade Daniel Jones who's on forty million a year, but you draft Drake May. Yeah, because I don't think if if this season continues like it does right now, I, I don't I don't think I don't think the uh the value of of Daniel Jones will will be significant. Was the value high for Sam Darnold? Because it could be a, a same situation where the regime with the Jets did the same thing. They they drafted Zach and wanted to move on from Sam because they didn't draft him. Could we be looking at a similar position this year with the Giants? Possibly, possibly. I, I don't. You know, it's just it's too early. We're five weeks in. It, it's too early. You know, let's see, you know, how many, as the season progresses, the schedule for the Giants get easier. Hopefully they get healthier. They get Thomas back. They get uh, Daniel back and things will change. Hopefully, right? Hopefully. So we'll see. All I'm I'm saying is um, I think there has to be at least 20 teams out there, minimum 20 to 25 teams out there that if I was a general manager, I would want... Uh, my main objective is to go get Drake May. That's how phenomenal I believe Drake May is going to be in the NFL. Like otherworldly. So 800-919-3776. Let's go to Mike in Manhattan. Mike, you're up. Hey, Anita. Um, I'll throw a name out there before I get into my Giants point. Um, I think Brock Birdie. I Actually, I really like Brock Birdie. I think he's extremely efficient. And he he makes the offense go as it's supposed to. See, here's um, the thing. Here's where I disagree with you, Mike. It's 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 Kyle Shanahan. It's his scheme. It's the plays that he calls. And 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 it's it's a top five offensive line. And and, and it's a plethora of weapons. And it's 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 I mean, it's. I, I, I mean, and, and with all due respect, Mike. You could put any quarterback. You could put any quarterback in that 49ers offense and they'll have success. Any court any start any any of the any of the 32 right now. Any of the 32 right now would have success behind that offensive line and all those weapons and Kyle Shanahan calling plays. Any of the 32. Uh, Zach Wilson would Zach Wilson's terrible. He wouldn't. I I think Zach would. I think Zach would. Zach's terrible. He's not good. All right, anyway, Giants wise uh, I'm really frustrated with Darren Waller and his production. Um, I feel like this is a Kenny Galladay 2.0. I drafted this guy in three different leagues in the fourth round, thinking I got a wide receiver one. Is 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 Darren Waller a, a bust? No, he can't. <laughs> Mike, they can, and thanks for the phone call, Mike. They can't get the ball to him. They can't get the ball to him. I, like... <laughs> I don't think he's a bust at all, but he's not getting the ball. What? What? What is he? What? What are? He, what's his target share? Hold on one second. I just I want to call this up. Um, depth chart. Let me go to Darren Waller. What are we looking at here? Um, targets. <laughs> he only got three targets against Seattle, and he went three for twenty-one. He did get seven targets against the 49ers. He went three for 20. He got eight targets against Arizona, went six for 78, but only five targets against Dallas and went three for 36. So he's averaging, he's somewhere around, he's averaging somewhere around five targets a game, five or six targets a game. For the money, for the money that they're paying, and here's another thing. Unfortunately, he has to stay home and help with pass protect. That's the big problem. That's why you're not seeing a large... Darren Waller should be getting anywhere between 10 to 12 targets a game. That's how 
otherworldly he is. But he's having to stay home and and help with pass protect. So this isn't a matter of like Darren Waller being a bust. This is Daniel Jones getting no no protection. And, And Bellinger, by the way, has been hurt. So it's not like you could go 12 personnel, which for the folks out there who haven't played football, 12 personnel means you have two tight ends on your field. And so it's not like they could go 12 personnel and keep Bellinger home to help pass protect and send Waller out because Bellinger's been injured. So there's that. Let's go to Manny and Flushing. Manny, welcome in. Hey, Anita, how you doing? Okay. Good. Good to hear. Um, which team is uh, which game is a must win? The Jets or the Giants game? Oh boy. Um, I, I mean, listen. I, I I think and thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Let's take a look at the standings. Um, you know, for the Giants, they're one in three. The Jets are. They're both one in three. I I don't listen. At the end of the day. Let's be honest, without Aaron, and, and, and I know we haven't got into the Jets conversation yet, and we will at some point in time today, because I was thoroughly impressed with what we saw from Zach Wilson against Kansas City. I know I don't give the young man a, a, a lot of praise, um, but I want to today because he's, he's uber, de- he's uber de- deserving of it. Um, but let's be honest, th- this AFC... East division is all about the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. I, I know, again, a small sample size early in the season, but both those teams are three and one. The Patriots and the Jets are one and three. I, I just, I think it's going to be real tough sledding to try to catch up with Miami and Buffalo. I really do. And for the Giants, you know, I think, I think it's really going to come down to the Eagles and the Cowboys. So... I mean, they're both most must-win situations, but the way that it looks right now, and the fact again, I, I, I've got I've got the Giants losing this week again. I'm, my gut's telling me that Saquon Barkley does not play, and I think that's a really big that compounded with Thomas not being on the offensive line and the speed of the Miami Dolphins. I, I just, it just, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not optimistic at all, unfortunately. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Daniel's a coachable person. When things aren't going great, and I'm not exactly sure what the cameras did or did not show. There are certain plays that happen in a game where, again, I'm not going to coach everybody the same, but I have a, a great appreciation for Daniel and how he approaches things. Got down there in the red zone, had a chance to make it a you know really competitive game, and that one play flipped the game pretty quick. A lot of things that have to go right each game to, to be successful, and, and right now we're not there yet. It's uh, Brian Dable uh, really trying to uh, explain um, what was caught on the sideline when uh, right after Daniel Jones threw that pick six and then uh, was on the sideline and, and looking at his tablet 
trying to figure out all that went wrong and in the body language between Brian Dable and Daniel Jones uh, looked like he was definitely um, perturbed and frustrated and disappointed in Daniel Jones. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Pete in Staten Island. Pete, welcome in. Good afternoon. Hey, Anita. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you. So, well, first off, let me say I was at the game uh, Monday, unfortunately. And Mm -hmm. I will tell you that I'm going to push back on some of the stuff you said. Okay, that's Um, fine. First off, first off, he missed Waller wide open in the end zone. So let's go there. Let's let's stop right there. And he's literally 10 feet behind those two guys. How we didn't see him, I have no idea. Uh, Secondly, uh, he missed a wide open Robinson when he's rolling to his right. Wide open. The guy's jumping up and down, and he doesn't see him. Why? Because he's not going through his progressions. Okay? Obviously, he had to roll out of the pocket, and that's, that's part of the issue. Okay? Now, what you're saying... Where, where, where I disagree with you is that, and I understand the old line play, it, it's terrible, okay? However, um, he, as soon as he feels the pressure, whether it's there or not, he's out of the pocket, he forgets his reads, and he's looking to run the ball, okay? And on, specifically on that Robinson play. Okay, he was about 20 yards down the field, and Daniel's got his head down going to the sideline. Okay, so we can't, So I do understand he's feeling the pressure and everything else. I get it. All right, our line is terrible. But sometimes you have to play above the X's and O's. You really do. Now, if he had a, a, what you're saying is, well, uh, you know, uh, put, put anybody back there, you know, uh, if he had a clean pocket, or whatever, I don't agree with that, okay? Because even if he had the clean pocket, I and I've seen it before, okay, and I've been to plenty of games, he doesn't go through all his reads. He's okay, so, so, so Pete, how do, you, how do you explain his success last year? Success as far as what? I'm, what do you mean Minnesota as far as game? what? You know, he, the Minnesota he, he had, game? No, he had a solid season last year. What's solid? What do you consider solid? He helped engineer this team to go to the postseason, Pete. What do you mean? Throw the numbers. Throw the numbers at me. I don't have them in front of me, but was able to run the football, was able to help move the chains, was was able to get them in a field goal position to help Gano hit some field goals that helped them win some football games, was accurate, Mm -hmm. led the NFL in regard to accuracy and passes 20 yards or more. So how how do you how do you explain what, the year, night how do you explain the night and day, Pete? How do you explain the night and day? We were pretty much we were pretty much dead dead almost dead last in the league on on passes twenty or more yards. So what? But the but the one but but the ones that he was throw. able to complete com- complete he did and accurately his 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 completion percentage of passes fifteen yards or more is in the is like up in the 74 percent. There's very few quarterbacks who can do that in the league, Pete. How do you explain that? Well, I can't explain that, and I have okay. to look at the numbers because I want to give you I would want to give you an intelligent answer, and I'm not going to be an right. idiot. All right. Now, as far as Joe, you would mention are Joe and Dave's on the hot seat. No, they're not. Okay. However, Thomas McGahee and Bobby Johnson a thousand percent have to be on the hot seat. A thousand percent. Um, the the special teams play has been re- awful, awful, and there's no excuse for that. And and as far as Bobby Johnson goes, I have not seen. Um, and it's funny, I'm in some chat rooms and whatnot, and we talk football a lot. And Buffalo fans were coming in our chat room telling us, thank you for taking Bobby Johnson off of our team. Okay? I have not seen, and Mark Collins, a few, a lot of the Giant players, former players, um, have posted on Twitter and whatnot, who the hell is coaching this offensive line? We're not seeing any progress or development out of the players. Bobby and Tommy got to go. End of story. Please comment on that. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, and Pete, thanks for the phone call. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a true believer. You know, when you're when you are a head coach, you're the CEO. Just think of it this way: you're the head coach, you're the CEO of a company, and so what you are, what you're doing is you are managing others, and you are only as good as the people that you hire. And so I'm a strong believer that you know you, the the coaching staff truly represents and has a direct, you know. Um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, reaction to, to, to you and your, and your success as a head coach, you know, you could only micro, micro, macro manage as much as possible. And so your, your staff and, and who you hire is really important. A lot of times coaches, uh, it's the good old boys club. And so a lot of times they'll hire guys that they've known for a while are friends with their family gave them scratch their back a few years ago. So I've got to scratch yours. There's a lot of that that happens in the NFL. A lot. More than you would think. As opposed to hiring the better person, the more qualified person, you're hiring somebody who, uh, you know, gave you an opportunity a few years ago. And and, and listen, I, I don't I'm, I don't know if that's the case. That's the relationship with Dable and, and his, and you know, who he's hired as his coaching staff. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I do. I'm just saying, I know a lot of that goes around. So a lot of times coaches will go out and they'll hire guys that, you know, I feel that there's better, uh, more, more qualified, uh, and successful people out there. But you know, when it, when it comes to coaching and it comes to, to them hiring their, their staff, um, they will value people they can trust who they know is not going to undermine them and try to take their job a year or two down the road away from them as opposed to somebody who's more qualified. Happens all the time in the NFL. All the time. Big reason why Jim Schwartz couldn't get hired as a defensive coordinator in a lot of places. A lot of head coaches don't trust him. You know, he so badly wants to be a head coach. So, it happens. It happens. 